Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist Podcast. My name is Ashley Eve. I'm a human design expert trained by Ra's personal students for the last two and a half years and counting. I'm also a human design and wealth spiritual business mentor, helping you ignite the codes of your original blueprint for limitless prosperity and expansive success. This is all about embodied leadership and results here, my friends, all by design. I can't wait to go on this journey with you, so without further ado, let's get started. Instagram family, I'm so excited to do this live with you guys today. First, I just have to say, how badass is this shirt? Bow to no one, bitches. Bow to no one. (laughs) All right. If that doesn't set the tone for this episode of the podcast, because I'm recording the podcast in this live, I don't know what does, because (laughs) we are going to talk about conditioned authorities, and I'll give you a couple tips and tricks on how you can ensure that you are following your inner authority and having that discernment despite the auric fields that you are in and despite the transits happening. I actually have my computer set up for the podcast here, but this might be a very bad decision, but I will show you guys my chart. For those that are visual, you can see my chart and how it's actually impacted by the transits today. And it applies to exactly what we're speaking about. So if you've ever, I think sacral beings are the easiest one to use for this example. If you've ever felt that you're following your design, you're listening to your strategy and authority, yet it just, it still feels like things aren't really aligned. It still feels like there's something there that's stopping you from fully living in alignment. Something that no one is really talking about is conditioned authorities. And this can be both from the transits that are happening in the neutrinos. So neutrinos are produced through stars and a very small amount in Jupiter. They have mass. Ra actually said this before science did. And might not seem that significant, but this is hugely significant because it means if they have mass as they pass through the planets, they pick up microscopic pieces of information essentially from the planets and then it passes the millions every second of every day pass through you. And the example I use for my clients and my students is it's basically if you take a white car and a blue car in a parking lot and they have a little bit of a fender bender. The white car is going to have blue on it and the blue car is going to have white on it. That's essentially what happens with neutrinos. So when neutrinos are passing through you as part of the transits, it's going to impact your chart. It's going to activate your body graph in a different way. It's going to activate your energetic blueprint in a completely different way than what you see if you were to pull up your body graph. Also, other people's auras are going to impact your body graph and impact your inner authority and the conditioned authority that may play a role in your decision making when you're around certain people. I don't know if you've ever noticed, maybe, you know, you've got this like sacral authority, for example, let's use sacral authority down pat when you're around just yourself in your own aura or on certain days. And it just doesn't make sense when you're around someone else. You just can't seem to tap into your inner authority. You seem to be making decisions that are out of alignment. And very often we are blaming And we've been conditioned to blame, or I think it's because there's so many people in the online space that are teaching human design without actually understanding the mechanics, 
you know, I usually get a message after that. Inevitably, some someone's saying, don't be a bitch. Everyone's learning. It's true, but there's a right way to learn it and an incorrect way to learn it. And when we're not learning the actual mechanics, we're leading people astray and we're leading people to believe things about their energetic blueprint that are not actually correct. So when we're in others' auras or when we're impacted by the transits, not only is it possible to have, yes, because you are amplifying someone else's energy, their definition through your openness at 200%, not just through the centers, not just through the centers, but also through your gates and channels, anywhere that's white, you are going to amplify someone else's energy through those those open centers, gates, channels at 200%. Not only that though, but (laughs) with the exception of emotional authorities, We're going to go through, I'll give you guys a quick breakdown of the hierarchy of authorities. Emotional authorities are number one. Emotions rule all. Emotions trump everything else. With the exception of emotional authorities, so the solar plexus, any authority can be influenced and conditioned by other authorities or the transits. So for example, and I'll show you guys if you're watching the live, unfortunately, if you're on the podcast, you're not actually going to see this example, but If an auric field or transit actually creates definition in your body graph, in your original blueprint, in your human design, that temporarily gives your chart an authority that is further up the hierarchy. And I'll show, I'll go over the different, the hierarchy after. That gives an authority higher up, kind of this temporary activation in your chart, you have the potential, because it's not to say just because that's happening, you're also going to make not self decisions, but there is that potentiality to temporarily make conditioned decisions based on the transiting aura or neutrinos. And then of course, as soon as you start making decisions based off of the transits or based off of someone's aura, this can even be you're in a coffee shop. Maybe you're working in a coffee shop. I always recommend my Triple triple splits to go work at a coffee shop if you can, if where you are, it's open. Go work in a coffee shop because auras are transiting your field and activating you in different ways. However, if you make a decision based on a conditioned authority, so for example, if you have a sacral authority and either the transits, the neutrinos, or someone else's aura, say you live with an emotional authority or say your VA is an emotional authority, and you're in their aura, and you're not fully grounded, rooted, embodied in your design, understanding what is yours, understanding what is theirs, you have the potential to start making emotional decisions in this example of being a sacral authority. And something I said with my mastermind the other day, which they were not really aware of until I had pointed this out, sacral decisions are not emotional. Sometimes we get a little bit confused because we hear so much that the sacral is like this full body, hell yes, or it's a no. And yes, that's a correct interpretation of it. However, let's not get it confused with then making an emotional decision. A sacral being, sacral authority, making emotional decisions is incorrect. So any condition authority is always incorrect. It's never a true authority in your chart. Never a true authority in your chart. Whether your coach, your VA, your spouse, the transits, anything activates your chart in a way that illuminates and activates an authority higher up the chain 
that's still not a correct decision. So if you are a sacral authority and you're such an easy example around an emotional authority, you start making emotional decisions, that's still not a correct decision for you. And this is where we start to get into regretting our decisions, regretting the decision we made and wondering because we're thinking, well, I don't understand. I was living my design. I was making correct decisions because in that moment, it may feel if you are in the not self, not the true self, that it was actually, in fact, an aligned decision when it was not. Something to keep in mind is in general, the not self regards your open centers as the inner authority. So that's why this is so important to understand conditioned authorities. And how this plays a role is going to impact your chart very differently. That's why it's so important to work with a mentor that actually understands the mechanics. I do have one spot open for one-on-one if that's something that you are drawn to for six plus figure earners. Because when we start to be able to pull back the layers, understand the mechanics, understand the influence, we can continually evolve, expand, and align further, integrate further our design. Because every time we make a decision that's out of alignment, even if it is through a conditioned authority, it's not correct for us. (laughs) And it's pulling us off path. And then we wonder why, right? We wonder why things still don't seem to be going how they're quote unquote supposed to go. Now, the caveat here, of course, is just because you're following your strategy and authority does not mean everything's rainbows and butterflies. It's one of my favorite raw like smackdowns he gave where he said, just because you're following your strategy and authority, also don't allow the ego to convince you that it means everything's always going to be perfect. Sometimes your strategy and authority is leading you into like a life lesson, (laughs) a little kick in the ass, right? So that you can illuminate kind of where those shadows still are and transmute them. Or if you especially, especially, it's not that no one else goes through trial and error, but especially if you're a third line, so that you can go through that aligned trial and error. Or especially for those beings that have the channel of judgment, 58 to 18, so that you can see that which does not work, so you can birth what does work and bring forward in integrity what does work through you seeing what does not work. So you can't see what doesn't work if everything always goes quote-unquote perfect, right? You can't go through a trial and error process if everything's going perfect. So it's so important to realize that just because you're following your strategy and authority doesn't mean that's always going to be multiple six-figure launches, doesn't mean it's always going to be upward trajectory and no lessons and no setbacks and no perceived obstacles. So this is where we start to allow the mind to play games with us as well and allow that, especially if you have an open head center, to get into the not self and start thinking about shit that doesn't matter. So when we're looking at conditioned authorities, I mean, one, let's keep in mind, the mind is never your inner authority, defined or not. Doesn't matter if it's defined or not. It is always an outer authority. It functions as a like a, a valuable and reliable authority and source of information for others. That's it. Now, if you're a mental projector, that can... B, I find the mental projector is one of the hardest to decondition and get out of their head. But it's never correct for your decision making either. So it's not necessarily a conditioned authority because it would never be a con- <laughs> it would never be an authority either way. But it's just something to keep in mind that it's not 
and you know, we, I see this all the time with my clients when they first start coming to me and in their process, because again, this doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden perfect. I'd be lying if I sat in front of you and said I never make conditioned authority decisions. I'd be lying if I sat in front of you and said that I always make perfectly aligned decisions. We're all human. We're all having a human experience. Again, the only way you can learn and hear me loud and proud, baby, the only way you can learn what a correct decision is for you is by making incorrect decisions. So you can see the polarity, so you can see the duality, so you can see what an experience, feel, in the depths of your soul, what was correct and what was incorrect. So it's never about all of a sudden being perfect. You're still having a human experience. It's never about transcending the ego. Ross said very often, and I love this analogy, it's about making the ego your ally. And I think it's so applicable to this whole journey and this experiment. So hierarchy of authorities. Let's break this down really quick for you guys. This won't be a long episode. This won't be a long live. This is just to, again, start planting these seeds for you. And this is something that I'll be bringing through and supporting everyone in Business by Human Design, which is still coming, my friends. I'm so excited for this. It's going to be next level support. It's going to be next level everything. This is going to be something I'm going to assist you with and support you guys in. This is something I support my one-on-one clients in because as a little aside, they may make a decision that's in alignment with them and then go off and speak to their OBM or go off and speak to their VA or speak to their spouse. And all of a sudden they've changed their decision thinking that the second decision is more aligned, but in fact, it was a condition authority decision. So supporting my clients through this and supporting my clients through their experiment is a top priority for me so that your business can grow and expand in a way that's aligned and in a way that's meant for you. And when you align with your frequency, when you align with your soul's purpose, that's where you open up the floodgates to impact income, everything that you've ever desired. And that's also where the resistance starts to melt away. Not that everything's easy. Ease and easy are completely different things, right? Ease and flow, working within your design, is very different than saying things are going to be easy. It's very different. So hierarchy of authorities. This is something that I've trained all my clients and my students in. And it's so, like I said, it's so critical to understand because it is a massive impact on how we make decisions. So number one, if you have a defined solar plexus, that is, without exception, that's going to be your authority. And that's the top of the hierarchy. Motions rule all. So solar plexus, if it's defined, that's your authority. And one of the things I get questions about all the time is a little bit confusion if you're a generator or an MG with an emotional authority, right? That can happen because if your solar plexus is defined, and I'm going to show you guys a example again if you're listening on the podcast you can pop over on instagram and see the example but i'll show you an example of my chart on how today i could be pulled into making emotional decisions based on the transiting fields based on the neutrinos but if you have a defined solar plexus that rules all (laughs) that rules all that is your authority number two if there is no solar plexus definition the sacral is your authority and that's a big like neon light (laughs) that you have a generator or an MG, of course, the sacral is defined. Now, they're not the only energy type though. It's a little off topic. But manifestors, for those that don't understand mechanics, are very often dumped into being non-energy types. Manifestors are actually, in fact, energy types. 
projectors and reflectors are the, are the non, only non-energy type. So if there's the sacral defined, the red box in the middle, life force energy, that is going to be your authority. There is actually, and a lot of people don't realize this because again, <laughs> a lot of people don't know the mechanics yet they are teaching human design, which does in fact impact your clients if you're not understanding these nuances. The splenic variation to the sacral authority. I had like so many minds blown when I first talked about this, I think a year ago or a year and a half ago. Splenic variation to the sacral authority. So if the sacral is defined with a direct channel to the splenic center, not like doing a little jig jog around your body graph over to the, <laughs> the splenic center, that doesn't count. Um, if it is directly defined to the splenic center, then the spleen guides the response of the sacral. Okay, so if there is a channel to the splenic center, the sp or sorry, the channel of the splenic center from the sacral, the spleen guides the sacral response, which gives you a very different sacral than, you know, a sacral that's attached to the G center or a sacral that's attached to the root or a sacral that's attached to the emotional center. It is a, it's a different ball game. Again, this is why I'll say it and I'll be the bad guy. Hire someone that knows human design and the mechanics. You know, Ross said all the time, there's a lot of black magicians wearing white hats. There's a lot of people that are learning it one day and then teaching it the next and charging for it the next. This shit matters. Understanding this matters. Being able to guide your clients, understanding that there is a variation of the sacral or that every channel within the sacral actually is available to respond to something completely different. <laughs> every sacral is not responding to the same thing. Every sacral is actually not available because the sacral is availability. Yes, I'm available to use my energy for this. No, I'm not available to use my energy for this. Not every sacral is actually even responding to the same thing. So that's just like a little nugget for you guys to take away. If the sacral is not defined, but the spleen is, right? So if you have an undefined solar plexus, an undefined sacral, and the spleen is defined, that is the next one on the hierarchy. So emotional authority, sacral, splenic sacral, spleen. So that would be, of course, your instinct, that fight or flight, that like animalistic, just knowing, intuition um, is another. All the gates out of the splenic center are either activated as intuition or instinct, not both. So that's something else to keep in mind. Based on the channel you have, if you are a splenic authority, the channel you have is going to determine whether you're operating on instinct or intuition, which again is going to be a different feeling. It's going to be a different experience for you with that authority. If the spleen is not defined, so if you have an undefined solar plexus, undefined sacral, undefined spleen, the ego is your authority. So the ego manifester. Okay, so solar plexus, sacral, Splenic sacral, spleen, ego. And based on what you've learned so far in this episode, understanding that the further you get away from this, the solar plexus, the, you know, the, what dots you might be putting together now is the further you get away from the solar plexus, the more opportunity there is for conditioned authorities, right? If you're an ego manifester, there's the potential to have a conditioned splenic authority, a conditioned splenic 
sacral authority, a conditioned sacral authority, a conditioned solar plexus. Right? If the ego is not defined, the self is your authority. Self-projected projector. It's the only one that's going to have that one. If the self is not defined, then the chart has no inner authority. Some software will tell will say it has no authority, which really confuses the fuck out of people. I don't understand why they some software says it like that. I don't understand why they put it like that. So I think the software anyone can access, so it just gets more confusing. Um, so for this one, <clears throat> of course, if the self is not defined and the chart has no inner authority, it's because, well, for example, mental projector, the head, the ajna, the throat are never chart authorities. Head, ajna, throat are never chart authorities. So you have no inner authority. If there's no definition, <laughs> that's the reflector chart. They have no inner authority. The reflector, of course, is a lunar authority. They follow the moon. So, of course, once we're looking at that, so once the authority is identified, then we consider the type of the chart. So, for example, um, a solar plexus authority can be generated, can be manifested, or can be projected. So this is kind of where the names, you see the pieces, how they all come together, right? It's not necessary that you are a generator. <laughs> you have a generated authority, <laughs> which yes, I guess makes you a generator, but it's interesting to look back even at Raw from the beginning. He really didn't have as many labels in it. But I think really when you're bringing something like this to the masses, having the labels is a little bit easier for people to, for the ego to wrap itself around, but for people to understand as well. So if you have a solar plexus authority with a projected channel, you're a projector. If you have a solar plexus authority with a manifested channel, you're a manifester. And there is... One, so you could, of course, be a manifesting generator, although manifesting generators are generators. Although very, that wouldn't be a traditional manifesting generator. That wouldn't be a traditional manifesting generator. The only channel that we're looking at for traditional manifesting generators is 34 to 20. That would be the only traditional. Doesn't mean you can't have another one and be a manifesting generator. Of course, that's the only traditional one. That's the only like pure manifesting generator channel. Um, if it's doing kind of like a jig jog from the sacral up to the throat, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be like a pure manifesting generator. That's above and beyond today though. The solar plexus is actually the most common inner authority because over 50% of the population have a defined solar plexus. So when, again, when we're looking at that hierarchy, there's a lot of potentiality for conditioning. If you're maybe a reflector or, and I don't even just mean conditioning in terms of the openness, a conditioned authority, right? If you're a mental projector, if you're an ego manifester, heck, even if you're a splenic authority, there's a lot of opportunity for conditioned authorities, which is never going to be a correct, never going to be a correct <laughs> decision-making process. All right, let me show you guys. Hopefully I don't upset my software that I have recording the podcast episode. We shall see. Okay. Don't knock over the microphone. So this is my body graph. So I have the undefined solar plexus in the, or I have the open solar plexus because I have no gates that are activated at all. And I have an undefined head center because I have one gate that's activated. So this is actually a perfect example based on the transits of what a conditioned authority can be. And I'll explain what that means again. So if I pull up the transit chart for my design, 
this would be the transit chart for my design. So it's really important. So when we're putting all the pieces together from today, it's really important we look at this, right? Because what will I be inclined to do today? I will be inclined to make emotional decisions today. If I'm not grounded and rooted in my true self, if I'm not grounded and rooted in my truth, if I'm not following my design, if I'm not tapped into the sacral, I will be tempted. Doesn't mean you, it's potentiality, right? It doesn't mean like, don't, this isn't to scare anyone and be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're always gonna be making um, conditioned decisions. That's not what I'm saying, right? It's potential, it's knowledge, knowledge is power. So this is my design. So noticing the transit field, understanding mechanics. If this was my client, for example, if I was my own client, I don't know if I could handle myself. <laughs> this would be something, or if my client had this design, that I would be aware of today. If I got a Voxer message from them, for example, and the words they're using or the tone or just the essence and the frequency of their message it's starting to sound like a little emotional authority. I can, you know, well, I usually check the transits in the morning anyway, typically. I check both like the um, astrology transits and human design transits. But if I have this client and they're sending me Voxer messages and they're starting to sound a little bit emotional authority-esque, I can help them understand that it's the transiting field, but I can also help them bring back them back in alignment with their design and ensure that they're making sacral decisions because it is never correct. This is my chart today. It would not be correct for me, even though my solar plexus is activated, it would not be correct for me to be making emotional decisions today. And the sacral is never emotional decisions. And this is where a lot of people get confused about the sacral. As they think that this like full body hell yes means like this really jazzed up, excited, like pumped up energy, emotional energy, like emotional high energy. That's not what the sacral is. It's either yes, my energy is available for this or no, my energy is not. And it's very neutral. It's either pulled towards something is another way to look at it, kind of pulled towards something or pushed away from something that's neutral. There's no emotion to that, right? So if I'm starting to make emotional decisions today, I know I'm not in alignment. And I can also look to the neutrinos for that and help explain why I'm not making, you know, if this was a client, I could pull up their chart and start to understand what's going on. And within that, I can help guide my clients how to maximize the energy today. So instead of falling into the not self and starting to make emotional decisions, how can we actually maximize this energy today? So for me, what I, again, if this was a client's chart, anyone that's worked with me long enough <laughs> knows that my chart, it's a triple split. This is kind of above and beyond today. So this is going to probably fly over most people's heads um, unless they've worked with me extensively. A triple split, I have three islands of energy in my design. I don't have one bridge. So if you have a split definition where you have two islands and there's like one gate that would connect them, that would be a bridge. I don't have a simple bridge. I have, I'm a triple split. So I don't tend to, triple splits don't tend to live through a gate. They tend to more live through centers. However, 
Energy is trying to move from the root up to the throat for expression and down from the head center down to the throat for expression. So one place I do tend to live through my openness is gate 16 because I have the channel of judgment. I have depth with 48, but I'm missing 16. So what I could do if this client, again, say I have a client with this exact chart, this client messages me in Voxer and they're saying, you know, this is what's coming up or this is what I'm feeling today. I can look at their chart help them identify where they're making those emotional decisions, getting pulled away from their authority. And how can we maximize the energy today? Gate 16 is activated. Right? Like, fucking potent. So not only can I help them realign in their design for their sacral, but also look at how can we actually maximize. Yes, you're falling into the not self here, no guilt, no shame, no beating ourselves up, no staying there. Let's, okay, how can we adjust? How can we adjust course? Let's align with the 16. Let's put that to use today. And for me, for example, I never really do lives on the weekend, but 16's activated. So I was very driven to come on and speak about this, right? I see what the problems are, channel a judgment. I have the depth, but I'm missing 16 to express it to harmonize and channel it, to express it out in an aligned way. Yet today, because I have 16 with the transits, I can express it in an aligned way, right? So not only can I guide a client back to their inner authority, not only can I bring a client back to their true self, but I can help them use the energy properly today. And it's just something to keep in mind because conditioned authorities, hi, Julia, are you going to photobomb? Um, Conditioned authorities are never correct for you. <laughs> are you saying hi? Oh, hi. Yes, what a pretty dog. Yes, are you giving me kisses? I love you. I love you. Uh, conditioned authorities are never correct decision-making authorities for you. All right, I guess Julia's telling me that's enough. <laughs> uh, if you hopped on at anything from the very beginning, I recommend starting over and watching this whole thing because it makes a lot more sense if you follow from the beginning. Um, and it's also going to be uploaded as a podcast episode as well. So if you're on the go today and you're like, I can't actually sit around. I don't want to use my data to watch this live over. Give me some time to save it. <laughs> later today, usually Spotify's up pretty quick. Other platforms take quite a bit of time. So later today, you can pop it on in the podcast. And if this resonates, you're like, holy shit, more people need to know this. <laughs> share this information. Um, give the, I'm going to save it on IGTV. Give it a share. Give the podcast a share because this is really important and people aren't talking about it. And people aren't talking about it because people aren't aware of the mechanics. I'll be the bad guy and say it. <laughs> I'll be the bad guy and say there's a lot of lack of integrity in the human design coaching industry. So I love you guys. I hope this gave you, there's so many nuggets in here. There's probably going to be so many just brains that explode from this. I can't wait to hear what you take from this. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me on your Saturday and I'll talk to you soon. Mwah.